0: Hey y'all, it's AJ and today's episode will begin in just a second, but first I gotta tell y'all about one of our sponsors. Neesmith's Restorations is here to help you maximize your credit score. Marquise Neesmith's services vow to aid you in removing any inaccurate or obsolete information from your report, such as medical bills, student loans, late payments, simple credit inquiries, and more. If you have goals of improving your credit score for the purposes of reaching your goals, like buying a home, chances are you'd benefit from credit restoration. The average FICO score has been on the incline since 2009 due to people taking advantage of great repair services and the choice to take their finances back into their own hands. So y'all go ahead and send Marquise a DM on Instagram at Restorations. that's N-E-S-M-I-T-H-S, Restorations, tell him AJ sent you and let him help you reach your goals. Hey, it's Alexandria J, and you're listening to the Protecting Purpose Podcast hey hey y'all welcome back to another episode of the protecting purpose podcast where we have real and intentional conversations about life faith and relationships help us navigate those things just a little bit better along with encouraging us to fully protect our purpose at all costs listen i want to know what y'all have been up to i want to know if you guys have learned any new skills seeing as how we have been in a pandemic over a year now i know most states have really loosened up on their restrictions and things like that i'm in california so not so much over here (laughs) but i want to know just during this whole time it's been over a year have you guys learned any new skills any new hobbies have you read any any good books are you having different conversations about investing i know one of my things with my friends has been you know talking about real estate investing and what that's going to look like to build a better future and all of that so just let me know feel free to hit me up on instagram at alexandria jae you can always leave a comment underneath these episodes i would absolutely love to hear from you guys and just know what you guys are doing what's been happening okay so with this whole pandemic like I said it's been over it's been over a year which is crazy and I know 2020 for a lot of people was it was like that year right and what I mean by that is it was supposed to be that year (laughs) I feel like so many people had different travel plans I know I did So that's disappointing. But a lot of people were really hoping to branch out in business or just were really declaring that 2020 was their year to see, you know, the promises of God, even over their life, begin to manifest. So for it to have been as crazy and as unprecedented of a year as it was, i think that that is really what contributed to a lot of the discouragement because so many people had so many plans and i totally understand that and especially for those people who have prophetic words over their life right who have words that have been spoken over their life and god has promised them some things and your faith was so amped up last year in 2020 where you were like this is the year and for those things to not happen, even now, us being a quarter of the way through 2021, for some of those things to still not have come to pass, I totally understand your discouragement if you are in a discouraged place about those things. And this is why I really wanted to talk about prophetic participation in this episode. And I'll explain what that is. I mean, it's really in the, in the name. It's just participating in your own personal prophetic movement, But I really want to talk about this just to provide a little encouragement and essentially some things to do while we wait, right? Essentially some some tips and tricks to do while we're waiting on those promises that God has declared over our lives to come to pass. So I think the prophetic in general, and I want to break this down really quick because I think as people of God, we have to understand that all of us really have should have a prophetic anointing on our lives because essentially what the prophetic is is it is to be God's mouthpiece and to speak from his perspective. It's to bring revelation where there is no revelation. So I want to make that clear that that is what the what the prophetic is. However, for the purpose of today's episode, we're really going to focus on those with the gift of prophecy and those who have the title of prophet because not all of us have that title. Um, we cannot all claim, you know, the title of prophet. However, we're going to talk from that standpoint, from those who have the gift and who walk in the office of a prophet, those who can actually speak into your future. So with that said, the prophetic can be exciting for many especially if you are, you know, always seeking out a word from God. You're always seeking out instructions because prophets do come with clarity. They come with revelation. Like we mentioned, they come with instructions. They come with warnings, which we don't like anymore, (laughs) but they come with warnings. They come with all of that, right? So for many, it can be exciting when you're seeking those things out and you are expecting God to speak to you. For others, it can be scary if you don't understand it. And for most, most of us probably fall in this category, it can be discouraging, especially if, like we've mentioned, you've re- you're that person who has received multiple prophetic words and they're the same thing, right? God has been confirming them. So it's not a, an issue of confirmation. They've been confirmed multiple times. So you're receiving all of these words and it seems like nothing is happening. There's no movement. Everything based on what you see in your natural eye looks the same. Right. And so it can be very frustrating. It can be very discouraging. And it makes sense for it to be that way because frustration often lives between Egypt and Canaan. Your frustration often lives between your Egypt season, which is where God said he would deliver. That's where God said he would come through. That's where God promised you something. And your Canaan, which is your promised land. That is the land flowing with milk and honey. That is the manifestation of the word that has been spoken over your life. And what's frustrating about that is we don't know how long that in-between season is, right? It could be you know, four months, it could be four years, it could be however long God has declared for that time to be because it's according to God's perfect timing. But this is why, this is why we need to know and we need to learn to participate in our personal prophetic movement. And the reason for that is the enemy is going to participate whether you do or not. Let me say that again. The enemy is going to participate in your personal prophetic movement, whether you do or not. Right? And the reason for this is the enemy cannot see into the future. Satan can't see into the future. He's not all knowing like God is. Right? And this is why he thought he won when Jesus took his last breath on Calvary and said, it is finished and offered up his spirit. This is why he thought he had He had won. He had accomplished something. Little did he know that Jesus really was going to get up on that third day with all power in his hands. So he doesn't know everything. He can't predict the future. However, the enemy does pay attention. He does pay attention and he listens. The Bible talks about how he roams the earth to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. So when he hears something, about a future, when he hears something about what is going to come to pass, oh, better believe he is running to it to try to intercept it. He is running to it to try to stop it. When you get a prophetic word on your life, this is how I need you to think about this. It's almost as if you are center stage. Spotlight is on you. It is time for your monologue or it is time for you know your special performance spotlight is on you the enemy is like ding ding we got a fresh one we got a live one that is what it's like when a prophetic word is spoken over you the enemy runs to it runs to it and because he knows he can't stop it he's not powerful enough to stop it he's going to send things like discouragement like frustration like impatience to get you to do the work for him Right. He wants you. He wants to try to get you to stop. So we have to understand before we get into the ways that we can participate in our prophetic movement. We have to make sure that we understand this concept. You need to expect warfare. When a prophetic word is spoken over your life, you must expect warfare. I know that may not feel good to hear that, but you have to expect warfare. And this is going to become a common theme, I'm sure, when it comes to this podcast. It's something that I've already shared before. It's that the crushing is what produces the oil on your life, it's the pressing that produces the oil on your life. We talked about this in in an episode where, um, you know, we titled it, I'm carrying something that cost me everything. You are going to go through. You are going to have to give up some things. There are going to be some painful situations in order to have the authentic oil and anointing of God flow through your life. But the victory in this is that you are going to appreciate Canaan more having experienced Egypt. Whoo! that just blessed me. Can I say that again? You are going to appreciate Canaan more having experienced Egypt. So let's remember and let's just be conscious of the fact that warfare will come our way when a prophetic word is spoken of our life. You should anticipate it, okay? You should just expect it to happen. Look for it, but don't let it consume you. And when it comes, keep going, don't stop. This is something y'all, let me, let's be real for a second. Can we be real? We have got to get some endurance put back into us, okay? We cannot be wanting to give up and quit every single time we get frustrated, every single time we get discouraged, every single time we get offended or hurt or called out or corrected. We cannot wanna give up every single time, right? For some of us, let's be real, for some of us, the manifestation has not taken place because we haven't decided that we won't quit. This time you need to resolve within yourself, I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up this time. This time I'm going after it. This time I'm going after what God promised me is mine. This time I'm not going to throw in the towel. This time I'm not going to let my thoughts and my psyche consume me to the point to where it cheats me out of my promises. This time I won't do it. This time I will not give up. Alright, so we have to remember to expect warfare. Expect warfare. God is with you regardless So please know that, but you do need to anticipate the warfare that is coming whenever a word is spoken over your life. All right, so now let's get into these ways that we can participate, okay? The first way that you can participate in your own personal prophetic movement is to keep repeating it. Keep replaying that word over and over again. Combat discouragement with faith. Faith comes by hearing. That's what the Bible declares. That's something my father says all the time and something he reiterates is that that ING, means it's consistent, hearing, you are consistently hearing something. So you have to always keep that word before you. For me, and I know a lot of people do this now, which is great. I had to start taping my words, right? I would start taping whenever, you know, somebody was calling me out or whenever somebody called me and, you know, said they had a dream, whatever it was, I began to tape it. I got my little phone out, you know, went to the voice memos and I made sure that I recorded it. I made sure that I recorded it and I would begin replaying it often, often. Every time I felt discouraged, I would play that every time I felt like, you know, it was a bad day. I would play it. And it even got to the point where I would start my day with it. I remember um, there was one season in my life where I would just play my my words every single morning to make sure that it focused me. It kept me focused and it helped me to, because obviously the enemy is going to try throughout the day to get you discouraged. But when you start your day with what you know is true, when you start your day with something that is going to focus you and keep you in line with what you know God promised you, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. So that really focused me, really focused me. So if you're a writer, maybe you write your word Maybe you write it down and you keep reading it over and over again. The point is to not give the enemy space to infiltrate. Close the gap with the word that was spoken and add scripture to it, right? You can add, you know, God is not a man that he should lie, you know, nor is he the son of man that he should have to repent. The Bible says he will never leave me nor forsake me. You can start declaring Jeremiah 29 and 11. You can start declaring scripture along with these things that God has promised you in order to build your faith and to keep Hearing it, again, I-N-G, consistent hearing. If you want to, let me break it down this way. If you want to know where a person lives, find out where they spend most of their time. So if somebody's spending most of their time in a place, they live there. And maybe it's not physically. Maybe they don't physically live there. You know, all of their belongings and physical things are in that place. But if they spend most of their time there, That's probably where they are emotionally. That's probably where they are mentally. So whether that's with a person or whether that's with a feeling or emotion. For example, if you spend time, most of your time thinking about discouragement, if you spend most of your time thinking about how you're so frustrated with the process, then you have built your home there. You've built your home on that, but you can choose to build your home on faith. Start declaring over yourself and affirming, I live in faith. I live in faith. So again, first way that we can participate is to keep repeating it, keep replaying it because faith comes by hearing and that by the word of God. The second one is to do the work. Very simple. Start walking it out as if it's already yours. For example, if you've received a word and it's that God is going to expand you in business, then your participation could be Write your business plan, (laughs) especially if you don't have one. Write your business plan. Get your business cards. Start getting things in motion to prepare. Start looking up what it's going to cost you to get your website done. Start looking at those things. Another example, if God promised you that a piece of property or a piece of land is yours, then you can participate by working on your credit. Okay, you can participate by researching how to get the loans. And then when, what happens is when you participate in this way, that's when the favor goes before you, right? But we have to put in the work. So if you if you're researching on how to get these loans, once it comes time for you to apply, that's where favor meets you. That's where favor meets you and you get that approval right if you're crazy like me too you'll go to the property okay you'll go you'll pray over it (laughs) you'll you know practice opening the door with the imaginary imaginary keys you'll do all of that because it shows god i am ready for what you promised me and i'm doing the work towards it i'm doing the work towards it another example last one if god promised you that marriage is on the way right god promised that you're going to be a wife you're going to be a husband then your participation should be to start preparing emotionally Heal, work on your character, learn to love you, learn to spend time with you. So prophetic participation is all about position. Essentially, it's all about position. When prophecy is spoken, it is up to us to be in position to see it manifest. When the prophetic words are spoken over our life, it is up to us to be in position to see them manifest. You have to journey towards promise. You have to walk it out. Faith without works is as good as dead. You have to walk it out. A good example that I think of is David when he inquired of the Lord, you know, shall I pursue? And God responded with pursue. He gave him instructions. He gave him instructions. He responded with direction. God said, pursue for you shall recover all. So he had to participate in that promise. And the last thing that I need to really drive home is that our time and his timing are not the same. Our time and God's time are not the same. And I know we hear that often, but we really need to understand that. And the prophetic has to align with not only your purpose or God's purpose for your life, but it also has to align with his word and his timing. So be okay with waiting. God knows best. God knows best, but it's up to us to participate in what he is promising us. So I hope this has encouraged you. Let me know how you plan to participate in your prophetic movement. If you drive and buy some land this week or whatever it is, I want to know so that I can pray with you and believe God for you, because I really do believe that we are approaching the season where God is going to do some mind blowing things, but we have to do the work as well. All right, I love y'all so much. I cannot wait to chat again soon. Thank you so much for the support thus far. Also, y'all, if you'd like to be featured as a sponsor for the Protecting Purpose podcast, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Alexandria J. And we'll discuss details about getting your product or your service advertised. So again, that's Alexandria J-A-E. But until our next chat, thank you guys so much again. We out. Instagram at Alexandria J and add me on Facebook. Until next time, don't forget you have a purpose to protect.